back to Bear With Me. The Boston Maroons are 24-8-6, and and that is good enough for first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern, second in the Eastern Conference, tied for first in the Eastern Conference, however you want to put it, and third in the National Hockey League. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how's it going, buddy? Not doing too bad. Enjoying this little uh, snowstorm we're getting right now. I think it's much worse you for you. It? I mean, yeah, like I like any excuse to not have to go outside. Not that I need it to not go outside, but when it when the option feels taken away from me, I'm like, oh no, I have to sit in my apartment all day. Rats. Ugh. A Ugh. really good excuse to get food delivered and tip yeah. nothing. Yeah, fuck Just them. Fuck them. They shouldn't be out there. I'm not. No, it's I'm not dangerous. Condo- I'm not condoning that. If <laughs> I pay them, they'll never learn. It's dangerous, man. They got to learn a lesson somehow. Do you have like plowing and uh, snow removal? I do. Uh, luckily, nice. I I have not been responsible for shoveling in a very long time. To Dude, the point it's where it's gonna changer. it's gonna be a problem when I have to again because I have a terrible lower back, mm-hmm. and I always throw out my back when I'm shoveling. Like the most I have to do is clear off my car, and even that, I'm like, this is too much for any one man to handle. My, I need the delivery yeah. driver to also clear off my car when they deliver my food. I'm. I'm at a point right now where I'm thinking, like, how long can I go without moving my car? Will it just melt? Because it'll probably be 50 in two days. So I th- I think I'm just going to do absolutely no snow removal. I'm supposed to move my car so they can plow. I sometimes don't even do that. The plow will show up. They'll honk. And I'm like, nah, man, you got it. Go around my car. You got no. it. <laughs> you got it, bro. Hit my Break car. Break out the care. little the little plow. Just work around it. Like, yeah. Who cares? A shovel, whatever they call it. A little uh, plow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's what's that it hand? called? The handheld plow? <laughs> the big spoon. What do they call it? Well, it would be funny. You're calling a shovel a plow or a plow a shovel. You know that big shovel they put in the front of being trucks? Like, yeah, a, calling a plow a shovel truck is good. I like that. I don't hate that. Yeah. Dude, uh, I went to a high school hockey game yesterday, and I brought Sebastian. Uh, and it was his first time seeing us at Zamboni. And I was it a Zamboni moment. or was it an ice resurfacer? This was a name brand. This was a Kleenex. Okay. All right. Let's, okay. Let's Zamboni. get it right. Q-tip. Yeah. And Band-Aid. Uh, uh, he was he was like walking along the, the stands, you know, as kids do, just going up and down the stairs and whatever. And I noticed the Zamboni coming out and I was like, I got to get this moment because he's going to be mind blown. And I'm glad I did. And he stopped dead in his tracks and stared at it and then ran back to me. He goes, Daddy, there's a truck on the ice. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's like, dude, that is, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that he would, like, that would stop you in your tracks because that's, it's strange. It's weird. Uh, Bruins, you want to talk Bruins? Uh, yeah, they, they, they've been doing some stuff. So we, we were supposed to do uh, an episode a few days ago um, covering a, a cluster of games. And I came home ready to record and my cat was like hey look my eye is shut and you need to take me to the emergency vet and spend a lot of money and that's what happened and said i did i did i i try to follow his advice as often as i can he's a pretty pretty wise cat for only being he doesn't speak up unless you need something to no another thing about loki that i know yeah he chooses his words very carefully loki does the cat yeah so that got pushed back. So yet another episode lost to the winds. But we're here now. 
Yeah, um, isn't that here's the review matters? of what you guys would have missed. Uh, the Red Wings game. Remember, there was that review that took a long time. That was uh, annoying. I made uh, so many notes. The the Blue Jackets game. Laura, I lost some. T- well, actually, probably talk about that one. That's actually pretty crazy. But um, uh, what else? A lot of this stuff is still relevant to today. Uh, do we just start with our boy because that probably makes the most sense to stay on brand here? Our boy or my boy? Our boy. Is he not our boy? He can be. He's honestly. He's probably more your boy. He's your well, boy. I, I, I want to make. I want to make sure I knew who you're talking about. We're talking about Matthew Potra. We're talking about Matthew Potra. We're talking about Matthew Potra. Uh, alive and well, back with the team. Yeah, why not? Picking up a couple assists, two little assists. Um, this man a lot gets of talk boarded. about where he was going to be. Yeah, uh, and I was wrong. I I thought that he might just slip back into that four, not back into, but I thought he might go into that four C position. Not really. I I definitely figured Merkulov was going back down when Mother came, Potra came back. Um, but I I didn't really have a great sense of where he was going to end up but he ended up mm-hmm. centering frederick and heinen and then beecher was the fourth line center between Lacco and steen which i thought worked out really well uh evidenced by the seven goals boston scored that yeah that anytime you do that whatever you did probably worked yeah yeah but very happy to see that San Jose Sharks. again like yeah. had a pretty mixed bag of a world juniors obviously canada that was a big disappointment for them team usa got the gold baby let's go that's something i care about i didn't realize it was the gold medal game i missed it whoops they did it uh but yeah no i mean all around like it looked like a very potra game he had a couple like very those like textbook potra uh breakouts where he just stick handles in a phone booth basically around defenseman just to get the puck an extra 15 feet out of the zone and he got boarded i I think maybe not boarded but he got crushed again oh no he did yeah he got he got knocked out of the game for a little bit he got hit high yeah on i think it was freddie's first goal right no freddie's second goal it was was freddie's second goal because we went into jersey watch it was it was away from the play yeah it was Funnily, funnily enough, right where like Freddie was celebrating the goal, Patra was holding his face and not sure if he was going to come back and uh, not sure what had happened to him. But yeah, he got. I think he just got a stick to the nose. He got some some gauze in his nose and came back. Uh, dude, there was a lot of talk about him in just coming back because when a guy is gone and things are clicking and you got to slot somebody back in there's naturally going to be that conversation. He's already a guy that like fans want to see more of coach wants to see less of. And uh, it's, it's a dicey situation. I'm going to give uh, not props, not props, not props, but there was a take from somebody who I'm not the biggest fan of who I think might've convinced me single-handedly on Potsy late in close games. Not that this is relevant right now, but it is like the prevailing conversation around Potsy. Joe hacks with hags poggerty. Pog. <laughs> the king of pogs. Poggers. Joe Poggers <laughs> champ. Joe Haggerty. Everybody knows it. Joe Haggerty, big on Twitch. Big Twitch guy. 
if we had a Twitch, we would make an emote. That's I'm like, just pic- I'm just picturing how you see the pod faced right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, what did he What did he say about Patra Lake Game? What did he? Dude, say, he made a really good point, which is those guys who are getting the late reps right now. You know, Zaka and Coil and Geeky and them who are getting those late reps are new to getting late reps that though that was Bergeron Krejci territory a year ago that all those guys are freshly thrown into this situation so like the fact that he's riding with them hard in preparation for uh, a playoff situations where you need those guys late in games to you know find another gear and and maintain late in a close game play a defensive style game does make a ton of sense uh so that being said uh i i hate matt patra is now the, where I stand. <laughs> it would be pretty interesting for the show if you like genuinely hated patra because like when uh early in our friendship like you and i had the i was a huge char fan at the time you were not big on chara was so not that, yeah, there was a lot of spice between us because of that and kind of crazy too as the years went on yeah, we we well, tend to have like Krejci always got the the difference was like Krejci always got the numbers to justify your argument, but I fucking hated watching David Krejci play hockey. I absolutely hated the way he played the game. I think it was so unentertaining. I think he was so lazy. I think he made so many dumb mistakes, and he had incredible numbers. He basically retired point per game uh, we're, we're just stirring up old emotions i'm getting upset right now but i can't basically can't the same radical. career numbers as paul korea point per game uh-oh check uh-oh <laughs> god damn it for your listeners out there below the screen right now is a ticker moving across the screen that says paul korea mentioned we got tickers. You guys oh, aren't going to no. see them because we don't put the video anywhere, but I'm when, having fun with when them. When I joined this recording, like there was an actual countdown for me to come into the recording, which is brand new in episode 51. By the way, shout yeah. out to us for hitting 50 episodes. Yeah. That's a, that's a round we number. Be, we should have a lot more. but We should. We should realistically be up to like 75 at this point. Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, then the whole off season. We took like a lot of the off season off, but basically, maybe all of if it. we are contractually obligated to do more episodes, we'll have to do more episodes. Can anyway, moving that? on. David Krejci sucked. Bear <laughs> with you me. Hate, and you hate Matthew Patra. All right, all right. All right. You we love Joe Haggerty. What's going so many, on? What's going on? <laughs> I have so many non-game things that I want to talk about. But yeah, we should hit just me, talk yeah, about the games first. It makes way more sense. To talk about the games, you guys are here because of the hockey, and we are too, I guess, not just Matthew Patra and Nick Ritchie. Uh, this he lightning game. He is the moon. He'll always he be the moon, moon, no matter how much he doesn't want to be the moon. Uh, now, let's talk Let's talk not only this lightning game, but Trent Frederick in general. Yeah, big time. Uh, I so- think that might be like the story that I haven't heard anybody really pushing as hard as we have, that Freddie is... Leading the team right now, that no, he I is think, like your greatest offensive threat this past week. I think it's getting some attention. Um, they're like the media scrums. They talked to him quite a bit and like talking about how Montgomery's putting on a lot of confidence in him, in him, and it's really paying dividends. 
so in these last six games, so these are the six games since the they came back from the holiday break. Trent Frederick has five goals, two assists, and is a plus eight and has a power play goal. He's, he's shooting at 46%, <laughs> averaging about 15 minutes a game. Uh, he, when... it, he looks like a different player this year. Like, I always figured he had the hands and the skill, and it kind of just, like, would randomly shine in between him being chippy and barking at people and fighting people and hitting people. And it was just at the time it was like it's cool that he can he has both sides of the, like the coin to he has a lot of tools to use, but now he is kind of moving towards the skill side of it much more than he has in previous seasons, and it's working so well. He looks great, fantastic shot, great hands, great passing, good vision, good speed. Like he's a fast skater. And defensively pretty responsible, too. Like, I love seeing him go in the boards in the defensive zone. Like, it typically results in him getting the puck. As of recording, Trent Frederick has, uh, through 38 games, 12 goals, 9 assists, 21 points. Uh, This is kind of the unofficial halfway point of the year. Right about there. When they come back from this West Coast trip, it'll be half. Uh, so we'll do we'll do a full breakdown of this. Uh, this is a little preview into probably the next episode because I think it's worth doing. But revisiting our predictions at the halfway point. Do you want to guess what you predicted for a goal, assist, and point total for Trent Frederick? 15, 15, 30? 15, 20, 35. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm not I that had him at, uh I had him at... 18, 11, and 29. So oh, he's eight points shy of my season prediction. I'm sorry, what was mine again? 15, 20? 15, 20. Okay, and he's leading with goals. He's 12 and 9, 21. He's 12 and 9. That's the one edge I have on you, but both of us super low on uh, what... Well, I guess you're not super low, but low on what no. uh, we uh, predicted from him. Yeah, he's currently... Uh, he When he gets hot, dude, he it reminds me a little bit of early Jake, like the way that we just were surprised that this guy had the scoring power that he does. The difference I think being that there was immediately a lot of pressure put on Jake that like, you're supposed to be a secondary scorer now. And like you in the long run will be like the primary secondary scorer of this team. And that's never going to happen with Trent Frederick. He's never going to be looked at like that. I think, he came out of the gate with so much physicality and so much spitfire, if you will, that he's always going to be looked at as that first and uh, scoring touch second. So uh, these are all just free points. This is house money that he's playing with. And I think it says, a, or not says a lot, but I think it does a lot for a guy when they don't have those expect- expectations put on them. And he just doesn't have any of those. Yeah, well said. I agree with yeah. all that. Um, yeah, he's projected to end the season with 45 points, and his career <laughs> high was last season with 31. So he's only 10 points away, not even halfway through the season, from tying his career high in points. Yeah. And if they keep giving him, I mean, I don't want to say the minutes, because he's playing about 15 a game, um, I, he just seems to be on track for it. Like, this doesn't really feel like a blip all that much. I know a lot of this has come in the last six games, and 
if we do want to continue the Jake DeBrus comparison, that would imply that he is also going to be quite streaky. Mm. I'm curious to see. How this I think can... it's okay. I don't think that that's going to bother people. No. Um, no, I don't, I don't think it would. I mean, the thing with streaky players is it's fine so long as you have other people on the team balancing it out. Like if it's, if Jake is going through a scoring drought, it helps to have David Pasternak good for a goal a game. And in that time, Trent Frederick good for a goal or a point a game. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out one other guy because I know that like we're, like I said we're saving it for for next week when we go through all these predictions and and check out where we're at but there's a guy who I don't want to waste any time especially in case his projected numbers change I think this is worth talking about and that's James Van Riemsdyk uh quite in the last in the last game or two but that's uh it, it's irrelevant because of what he had been doing uh, in the weeks leading up. Do you know that JVR is on pace for a career high in assists? I did not know that. He uh, has 18 assists through 35 games. His uh, career high is 33 in 16-17. He's already surpassed his uh, assist total of the past two years. Uh, and he's also right around the pace for a career high in points. He has um he has 25 points through 30 37 games played not not him but like team games played his career high is 62 um so he's he's off by his his pace on his on his high season was 0.756 points per game this year he's at 0.694 so uh it is really in the cards that uh James Van Riemsdyk could put up 60 points, uh, making a million dollars. He's on pace right on a one million dollar point five. Yeah, he's on pace for 58.5 right now, which is has to be the the best one million dollar contract in the NHL, uh, aside obviously from rookie deals. I saw this YouTube video a couple, maybe a month ago at this point, and the gist of it was. The Bruins need to be investigated because how are they allowing so many players to make so little money and being so productive? Like they're like, this seems suspicious that they have so many guys like on such team friendly deals that they're like, are they getting paid under the table? Like what's happening? And like, I don't know how like earnestly there was an accusation in there or how much of it was just pointing out what value the Bruins contracts currently hold. I think I don't think this is a bad take, although there are some who I'm sure will disagree. I think there are times in sports where the less you think about it, the better, right? I think, you know, you look at, uh, like the Baseball Hall of Fame is a great example because in order to get a Hall of Fame vote, you have to be in the Baseball Writers Association of America for 10 years. And in order to get into the association, you have to be a writer for 10 years. These people have been doing it for fucking ever, uh, and then, you know, new stats come around and new whatever. And then, you know, you see somebody's hall of fame ballot and you're like, who the hell, what are you talking about? Why are you voting for, you know, this guy, but not that guy? Because people overthink it. You get too close to it. When I watch basketball, I just have a feeling of, oh, well, this, this team is going to win and people will be, oh, well, no, well, this team on the road. And uh, uh, sometimes the less you think about it, the better, right? I think 
the Bruins get the best out of guys because they're fun, because they win. When you have good leadership and you have a good locker room and you guys are having fun and the team is close and there's not animosity in the locker room, you just get good performances out of guys. You're going to naturally draw the best out of guys. I think that is the biggest factor. I think there's other things, obviously, as well. An amazing coaching staff, um, you know, great resources, training facilities, blah, blah, blah. Big market. Um, medical team. What's that? Big market. Big market. Um, and winning helps. But I think just the atmosphere and team chemistry, I would argue, is probably the biggest factor. Yeah, and I would imagine it makes it a lot easier like when you hear like, oh, they were this free agent was seen talking with someone in the Bruins. I'm sure it's pretty easy for the guys on the team to sell the team to free agents being like, we win almost every game. Uh, no, you will not make as much, but you will win a lot, and you are probably going to set a career high in points and set yourself yeah. up for a contract if you don't want to stay here. Like You're living in a good city. Yeah. Like, yeah, like... Especially when you look at like what's on the table for hockey players in terms of cities, you know, when Winnipeg. Edmonton and Calgary are are on the table, yeah, Boston is uh, immediately uh, shooting up the list in terms of you know of desirable cities for players to live in. But yeah, man, I, I it's one of those things. It's like and that might be a dumbass take, but I don't think it is. It's not something that I'm really willing to budge on. I think that it's it's an obvious stupid. Uh, almost casual answer, but it it just seems like what else could it be? That just that's I don't know, but they do they did get a lot out of those guys. Do you want to break break down some of these games now? This this the Lightning game. Yeah, I mean, had really yeah. one or two moments that I think like deserve our attention. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make like one or two points about the games prior, just because I already made my notes. Um, but we should definitely start the Lightning game. Um, I mean, just like overall impression like this game and the games prior, like it, it felt like we, we very quickly went from like, Holy shit, we need offense. We're only scoring one goal a game to like, Oh, we only scored six this game. Like, like, yeah, well, the pre, the, I think it was this, Ty Anderson, right? Like, that said like the first time they've scored four goals in five consecutive games since 2011. That's, something like that's that. great. I didn't even see that. I, yeah. the one I put out was that in the six games since the break ended, like the holiday break, they've scored 30 goals. And in the six games prior to that, they scored 13. Damn. So more than doubling your offensive output. And it's not like off of the back of like three Pasternak hat tricks or like something like that. Right. It's a lot of secondary scoring. It's Trent Frederick scoring a lot. It's Shattenkirk and JVR and McAvoy. It's everybody. We have seven in those six games. There's seven players at or above a point per game. Pasternak has 11 points in these six games. Because Which is crazy. I mean, Pasternak. I the thing that people, um, when they were going through the the slump leading into uh, the Christmas break, there was a lot of talk about consistency and how um, they were streaky. You know, they were hot and then they're cold. Blah blah blah. You know, it. this is obviously not sustainable. I just want to see – I want to see consistency. And there's a few guys who will always bring it. Pasta's always going to be what pasta is. My God, it's 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 crazy what he can do. Charlie Coyle, I think, is right up there. People talked about him maybe like having like a little spell. I don't know. 
just because he wasn't on the board as much for a moment in time doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I, I, there, there's a couple of folks worth pointing out that like you want to see some consistency from. I just, it worries me that the streaks are going to come at the wrong time, I guess. You know, because that's exactly what happened last year is that they were hot all year. And then when, you know, when they got cold was just basically the worst time it could, could have possibly came and not trying to be like a doomsayer, but uh, the hot streaks are cool. I I just want something that I can be like, oh, they're going to be able to maintain this. This is a sustainable model. It feels like a bubble a little bit. Like when you have so many guys like contributing this much all at the same time, you're like, all right, well, most of you are going to dry up in this regard. Like you expect this from Pasternak. I expect it from McAvoy. Expect it from Marshand. Mm -hmm. But again, it's seeing Frederick over a point per game. That's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, take it as long as but, I can. Yeah. Um, what has Jake been been up to these past couple of games? What's his numbers Jake, like? These past Jake's games? been doing stuff. Uh, Jake in the da, 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 stalling so I can find his name. Uh, in those six games, four goals, four assists, eight points. Can't hate that. There you go. There you go. Which is so good. Uh, he scored start. in four out of the last five games. Yes. Trent Frederick leading the team in goals right now across that time. Insane. And McAvoy and Pasternak each have seven assists. How about how about Jake just doing that, huh? The, all that talk about him needing to step up and be a secondary scorer, and he's like, oh, okay, you, is this good? I'm you mean like this? Every game? Yeah. I'm going to score in four out of five games? Again, we talked about him before, but like that's another guy that I'm torn between expecting him to be streaky and thinking that he has the tools to consistently be that good. And I don't yeah. want to like set myself up for disappointment and be like, Oh, well I, I, he should be getting 60 points this year. And then when he doesn't being like, Oh fuck, what went wrong instead of mm-hmm. he's going to contribute when he contributes. And defensively, I, I, and we've talked about this before too, but defensively, I think he's kind of filled in a lot of gaps in his game. Mm-hmm. which is, I think, should take a lot of pressure off his, his offensive contributions, where, no, he may not be lighting the lamp all that much, but, dude, it's super reliable defensively, eats up PK minutes, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. If you told me, like, five years ago that Jake DeBrus would be, like, one of your most important penalty killers, I'd be like, is he the only guy on the team? Yeah. <laughs> dude, um, speaking defensively, real quick, uh, well, first of all, first of all, in in just the, to give some numbers on Jake DeBrus' streakiness as of late, uh, four goals in the last five games. Prior to that, one goal in the prior fourteen games. So it uh, full display. But uh, <clears throat> talking defensively, um, Jacob Lauko, Jakob Lauko, Jacob Jakob doesn't matter. I don't know. Jacob. Uh, he. Dude, he has something about him. He's got that fire, obviously. He's got that like other gear that other guys just don't have. He's he's special in that way. I like him a lot. He's a uh he's your dad's favorite player. But he uh he has this thing where he makes defensive mistakes and it happens uh somewhat often. But the moment that he makes them, you can see that he 
takes it on himself to correct that mistake and like single-handedly break the puck out of the zone. He is so is like reliably pissed off at himself for fucking up. Are you talking about that clear he made late game on his knees? Not even that one. No, there was one. You know what I'm talking about? Note on. He's like yeah. laying down on the ice and just kind of like over his head swings his stick and clears the puck. Like, no, I, I'm a big fan of Lauko. He had a. I, I, this is not a, a commentary on how good I think he is, but he plays like he thinks. He plays like he has imposter syndrome. Where he was like, the team cannot figure out that I'm not supposed to be here. So like, yeah, he's constantly blue collaring his way into our hearts. Dude's got drive, got big time fire, and love that from a fourth line guy. I think that's like, I think having an engine type player like that on your fourth line is so important, especially in Boston. My God. As much as Boston loves like our high-end defensive superstars and like our David Pasternak, there's a big space in Bostonians' hearts for the bottom six, like workhorses, right? Because I think that's how Bostonians see themselves. They're like, we're not the prettiest, we're not the smartest, but we work hard. We work hard, and I I think. Hey, listen, he's not he's not gonna get your forty goals, but. Yeah, you might not be getting a lot of prom dates, but, uh, (laughs) you know, he brings home that bacon. He brings it home. Yeah, exactly. That's the perfect way to put it. Uh, I think the only only addition that that bottom six needs, I mean, the only addition that I think the forwards need is to that bottom six that is, one, a guy with some more experience because they're pretty young down there. And uh, obviously a guy with some size and some grit and some intestinal fortitude. Uh, they they do need that. As much as Loco is, you know, that dirt dog, that blue collar, whatever, you also would love a dude who's you know six three, two forty, who throws it around a bit. Uh, yeah. And they got one. It's not on the Bruins. It's no. not on the Bruins. Uh, it's on the hunchback of Vancouver uh, that he is not here and that they, uh, you know, are now shorthanded in that way. And it's crazy how blatant that is. And it it is almost, a, it's a testament to Sweeney that uh, they had that role filled. You know what I mean? That like, the, it's it's apparent that like when one piece drops out, it's like, oh, that was a vital one, wasn't it? You know, it's- Yeah, like it's, they um, saw the need for it. Like they didn't just yeah. bring him back for shits and giggles or for fan service as much as we exactly. joked about that. Like he had a legitimate reason to be on this team. And this team was like, this is an important role, we think. And we would like you to fill it. And then it went, no, he went away. Do and then he went away, and we're like, "Well, it's not that important." Like, like, no, it's kind of important. Like, if you can find another guy, like even kind of like that, which is, they're like a unicorn in the NHL right now. Like, you're like not even your power forwards, but just your. I'm here. To, I'm here to fuck people up. Like, I'm. I'm just here. A bruiser. If, you, if you look at Matthew Potter, I'm pushing you through that class. Especially because, like you said, you do have small guys. You do have young guys yeah. that it only further necessitates the need to have a guy who's willing to stand up for them and a deterrent from doing so. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't feel confident that they do it though. I will say that in terms no, of, no, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do. Yeah. I, I think that you know, as the season wears on and as the playoffs come, there are going to be guys like Lauko, like Freddie who step up in that physical role. Uh, like, Derek Forbert, if he ever decides to uh, play hockey again, 
Um, but uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see them making a deadline acquisition for uh, a body. That just doesn't, that just doesn't make sense to me. I don't, there's a lot of speculation around the deadline. I don't really have more thoughts than that. I don't really have a concrete thought on what they do with Jake. Um, At this point, I, I think I, they I, hang on to him unless they think his trade value is going up well enough to move him before the season exactly. ends. That's why I don't have a, I don't have a strong opinion. Cause I don't know. I don't know what he's going to fetch and I don't know what the Bruins are willing to pay him. And I don't know what his priorities are. It's all weird, but uh, I think, I think if things are firing and if he's firing, it doesn't make a lot of sense to get rid of him and just make the push this year and just kind of eat the fact that you might lose out on him. But uh, I mean, I can't see a situation in which the Bruins are not all systems go come the playoffs. So. They goddamn better be. I mean, they are every year for the most part. I'm a little, I don't know, it's early. Playoffs are over three months away. And I'm like, I, I think last year just like humbled me too much. Now I'm like, oh, are they good enough? Yeah, I think we all are. I think we're all. Yeah, we got Mike Felger out here, one in the goalie duo. So I don't know. Although he did it like so spitefully, it doesn't even count. What did he say? I didn't listen to it. I couldn't. So basically, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. You win. Yeah. Rotate them. Rotate them no matter what. If Olmark, if they're down three to two in the series and they go to Pittsburgh in game six and Olmark pitches a shutout, yep, bench him for game seven. You better do it. Like kind of it's like not, just like throat. No, he's not like, you know what? This is a good idea. He's like, fuck you. You make your bed, then you lay in it. Yeah. That's not how a goalie rotation works does mike know that i don't think mike knows the end end of sentence there's just no reality where i picture mike felger sitting down with his little glasses on watching bruins hockey i just don't imagine that he watches let's put it on what is this (laughs) where's bork i I, I don't know yeah, I mean, fuck. he's like the he guy that would out of nowhere bring up Tuca just so he could talk shit about him, like not relevant yeah. to anything. He's like, yeah, you know who else sucked? The best goalie in Bruins history. He was terrible. Hated him. He wasn't the guy. <sighs> the worst. The worst. Uh, okay, dude. You know what we left out of that? Freddie scores. Uh, Patra gets his face blown up. Sequence is that that play had been blown dead. I mean, it wasn't, though. It so was. <laughs> if it was blown dead, the goal wouldn't have counted. That's why it probably All shouldn't right, have so, counted. So, so my understanding is that they think it was blown down because he was injured, and then immediately afterwards they scored, and then John Cooper was like, why the fuck did that count? The play was blown dead, and they're like, yeah. no, it wasn't, and then he like pissed himself. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what happened. All right. But- yeah. I'd be pissed too. I'd be like, dude, I heard a whistle on the replay. You could hear a whistle. Was there a whistle? I really don't yes. think there. I don't think there was a whistle. There, there absolutely was. I don't think there was. A, I think and they were just like, shit. you know what? Sorry, never mind. Forget that Our whistle. Bad. That whistle didn't count, dude. Our bad. Uh, I'm trying to find it now. I, I just want to know what he said to get teed up. Like, what do you? What do you have to say in that situation? I mean, I, I you can see he's screaming, but. To get tossed like that, you got to say something special. I don't know Cooper that well, but my God, that guy was fucking furious. 
Yeah. He's a good get mad hockey coach. He looks like a like an angry guy. Okay, the whistle blows like as the puck is going in. I just yep. watched it. Yeah, I mean, play's dead. No, fuck it. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck John Cooper. No particular reason. Discuss. Well, I mean, I still don't like the lightning. I think I think it was Morning Brew. They were like they they're talking about it like the lightning. One of the scenes, like even when they're not good, they're dangerous. I'm like, that's a good way to put it. Like even like when they're not doing well, I'm like they have like five guys that at any point can just fucking go in a breakaway and score against you. Yeah, I mean Stamkos. He, I feel I like mean, Stamkos is the least marketed NHL superstar of all time. Like yeah. every year, I'm like Stamkos is still playing. Like, like he's so good. Like you would think the NHL would like make him more of like a poster child for the league, mm-hmm. but like not at all. Like not at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, a buddy of mine works uh, in sports, and he's like, "Oh, my new coworker went to high school with. Um, he's from Russia. He went to high school with some NHL guy." And I was like, "Oh, do you know?" who and he's like oh yeah i think he plays the lightning i think and i was like kucherov and he's like yeah that's it I'm like you don't know the key to kucherov he's like no i've never heard of him <laughs> like that's best, yeah if so somebody outside of hockey they don't know yeah they don't market anybody in tampa bay is the no. moral of that story but it's like even like a, among many people i know in boston i would talk about bergeron they would have no fucking idea who is talking about i'm like he should be the face of boston sports and you don't know who he is that I mean, that's just that's just ignorance. I think that's. Oh, just I would ignorance. agree. Yeah. Even still, with the NHL's marketing, like it's been a common thread that they suck at marketing. Yeah. Yeah. How about those reports that they're like, you know, there are players who think that Bedard's getting too much spotlight. Like I, Bedard thinks thing. Bedard's do getting they, too much spotlight. Yeah. Like, is the player Connor Bedard? Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody knows that, dude. What are you talking about? It's it's such a well, non-story. He's out. He's out for six weeks, probably. Yeah. You see that? Fractured, yeah, which gives Potsy a great chance to break up their 20 point deficit, uh, that's (laughs) formed between them to take over the race. Like, I have Uh, a two dollar bet on him to win the Calder. I need, I, I, Papa needs that money. Yeah, 33 points is uh, it's impressive, but somebody's like, uh, because Brendan Smith is the one who injured Bedard, like, Mm -hmm. uh, Batman is gonna show up at Brendan Smith's house if Bedard misses the all star game. Like Where's the All Star game? In Vegas? No, uh, Toronto. It was in Vegas last year. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, because they don't have Toronto. Doesn't have an ad on their jersey. It's just or on their helmet. It's just Toronto All Star game. But like oh, all oh. year long. I thought you were saying that they don't. They're not advertising the All Star game on their jerseys or helmets. Yeah, it's a secret oh. All Star game, actually. Dude, how about the uh, Bjorkstrand clip? That was. Which one is this? You haven't seen the Bjorkstrand clip? Is that the pass or something? Bjorkstrand? No, when they tell him he's going to be an all-star, you haven't seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm going on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, can you cancel it? And he's like, I could. And they're like, all right, well, you're going to the all-star game. He doesn't seem too thrilled about it, right? Like, no. <laughs> I would be furious. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going, on a, I'm going on vacation with my family to San Diego. They're like, sorry, you have to work that weekend. And, he, yeah, he's like, nice cool all right yeah i'll cancel right. it thanks, thanks. hey what, right. was, what was the consequence ovechkin had when he didn't go what was that again just curious yeah it's, it's pretty steep right it's like a one game suspension i think which is like 
silly. What is uh what's the Ovi's suspension this year for not going to the All-Star game? I don't think he has to worry Boom. about it this year. Boom. But bang, he's got one goal. Actually, I don't know how many goals he has. It's not a okay, lot. He doesn't stop. Uh, so few where people are like, okay, he maybe he won't be breaking the record. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he still he'll play 20 more seasons. seasons. He's going to have 20 more seasons where he gets like 10 goals each. He's like, I'm fucking, I'm not, not getting this at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'll, he'll stick around making, he's going to have like 30 K. goals in the second half of the season, yeah. though. But the, the Bjork sharing clip was so awesome, dude. The, it's odd. You can see that he's like, my family's not going to be happy. My wife's not going to be happy. I got it. And then he kind of leaned into it because everybody was giving him so much shit. He posted on his Instagram, uh, a screenshot of the Airbnb cancellation page. <laughs> That's good. Is, That's funny. Which is good. I like that. What uh, do you, uh, yeah. uh, two things. Did you see yeah. Vetrano's video? It was really sweet. No. So he like comes back from practice and walks in the locker room and it's his wife holding their daughter and like the, the her like infant daughter's like, whole, I think she's wearing a shirt that's like, you're my daddy's an all star or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. So that's really, that was really sweet. I, I like, there was no, there was no pasta video, right? No, because I think he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no surprising David Pasternak. You're going to the All Star game. I yeah, think. they they told him he's going to the All Star game as he's packing a bag for Toronto. He's like, yeah, in yeah. 15 years, the first time he doesn't make it, they're gonna be like, like you're not an All Star, and he's gonna be like, fantastic, I can go on vacation. Like, yeah. Uh, what do you so think funny. about? I every hate team? the one a team shit. Is uh, so that's exactly what I was gonna ask. Stupid. Exactly what I was gonna ask. Stupid. It's at least it's it's one, and then there's like a secondary fans vote for another player, but it's not like one per team. It's yeah. It's, I think it's, it's only minimum so many one per, per team. Division. Like why? Why yeah. does every team get to have an all star? I mean, I know why for marketing. Hey, sake, everybody gets a trophy. It destroys the integrity of the all star game. I'm sorry. Listen, when you have a Hall of Fame discussions. All-star votes come into it. When you look at a guy's career and you, well, he was a four-time all-star. Well, he was on the San Jose Sharks, so they needed a guy every year. You, you know why I'm okay with it? Why are you okay with it? Because I was the beneficiary of every team has to send somebody to the all-star game as a 12-year-old playing baseball. The one time I got to be on the all-star team, I had a fairly good season, and I got to go to the all-star team. Nice, man. And I we were so bad. Uh, and they were, so, but they were some still much better than me because I wasn't really great at baseball despite playing for 13 years. You did your best, right? I'm a reliable infielder, I'm a good shortstop, but I can't hit very well. Well, I'm you know what the good news is? Athletic. No one's gonna ask you to hit a ball ever again in your life, no one's gonna demand that of you. I'm on like five softball teams a year. I, I asked myself, that's actually true. I forgot you play ball stuff. I play, I play a lot of ball. Yeah, I went I found skating a clip, I found for the a, first time in a while. I was going to say, I found a clip of you and I skating. Mm-hmm. I'm bad. It's tough to tell us apart. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, Although, I, I, uh, tr- a, a good trick is uh, I'm typically the one laying on the ice. <laughs> That's usually me. Yeah, so, and I'm the one doing backflips. Uh, I'll say I got on the ice. On <laughs> I got on the ice with my son. And uh, I, this, the moment I stepped on the ice, I was like, haven't sharpened these in a year plus. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, you know, he's three. So he's, you know, holding the walker. And I'm, you know, hunched over and squatted holding the walker while pushing it and skating like with and holding him up 
with basically just like his feet dragging on the ice. And I was like, wow, I don't know if I lost something. And I started having like an existential crisis while I'm skating with him. I'm like, do I not have it anymore? Like I always believed that I would just still have this. And we make it, you know, half a lap around the rink after 25 minutes of crying <laughs> and uh, we make it to the bench. And that was his, his reward as he got to sit on the bench for a little bit. And he was like, daddy, you skate to watch <laughs> me skate. And I was like, okay. So I took off and like two strides in, I was like, oh no, I still got it. I I'm still good. have it. I'm, I'm, fine, I'm still very good. Like what I, what I was doing is it was a drill. I was pushing, you know, 50 pounds while also like hunched over and, you know, on my inside edges, like it doesn't, I don't know. That was just not me, natural uh, jerking off a little bit there, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm debating playing again. It doesn't matter. All-star games. Uh, that's there. what brought that there. up because I'm sure I'm going to make one very soon. Read the local paper. Um, what else do we got? Oh, Laura, I lost a bunch of teeth, dude. How about dude. that? Is he okay? Yeah. He's been to the dentist. He's at the dentist again. Like he's been to the dentist seven times. I'm like, just fucking pull the tooth or, or what? I, what are you doing? What are you doing? I didn't know they ever went to the dentist. I figured it was like, yeah, when I retire, I'll go. Like, you're fine. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just getting those hours in. This did more for him to be a bona fide NHLer than anything else he's done so far. Until you lose teeth. Do you remember when Yager lost teeth at the age of like 44? For the yeah, I do. Like, I'm like, imagine being the guy that like high high sticks Yarmir Yager and caused him to lose his teeth for the first time in his career at age 75. That's like a one day away it? from retirement. I, I don't think he gives a shit. I mean, he's out there yeah. still playing. Like, exactly. I think he was more amazed that he hadn't lost his teeth yet, especially like playing when he did. Like, yeah. not that anybody could fucking catch him. I think that's going to be an outdated thing. I think we're all going to be wearing cages or bubbles. I wonder about that 10, too. 15 years. Yeah. It'll be, a, know- it'll be wild that people ever had their faces exposed. I was watching a clip and like Sarah was like, why aren't they wearing helmets? It was like an old clip. I'm like, they didn't have to wear helmets. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. the goalies didn't wear helmets. Like, they just didn't give a shit. Like, people died, man. Like, we didn't know what this isn't healthy for you as they're chain smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah. How are we supposed to know? Yeah. It's, it's, to say. it definitely seems like one of those things that like years from now they're going to be like, why were we doing that? Like, uh there's like a jason movie like like horror jason like Your jason Hex. Jason yeah Hors, yeah jason in space yeah mm-hmm. where Hex, yeah. someone's like what is yeah someone's like what is that they're like and it's like a hockey master they're like oh it's sports equipment from a game that was outlawed in 2024 so yeah. we're done we're done this is we're our here. last year this is our last year everybody we had a good run i'm glad you brought that up because i was thinking yeah. about that a few months ago because i watched yeah. uh you're never gonna believe this. I watch every watch Friday the Thirteenth for uh, really? for Halloween. Yeah, I love I love Friday the Thirteenth. I love the Jason movies. You could quiz me on the. I know those movies like the back of my hand, dude. Every one of them, even the terrible ones. I've never seen Jason any of in them. space. You never seen any of them? No. And I was, like the only time I ever saw Halloween is uh, when we lived together. That yeah. was like right when I moved in too. Yeah, that was fun. I remember that. It was a good time. Uh, but dude, no the the Friday the Thirteenth movies are are interesting they're they're not good i would never say they're good but they're worth watching I get uh, that. but yes they they did correctly predict that hockey was outlawed in 2024 the futuristic year of 2024 
I want to go back to the Red Wing game. I think you mentioned this real quick. I do want to talk yeah. about that goaltender interference call. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've never seen a review last six minutes before. I did. Did you care by the end? At the end, I was like, "Can we just move on?" Like I was, like, yeah, I, exactly. It took so long. I was like, "I know it's not going to count because you don't review it for six minutes and then be like, no, it's good." Like you know, yeah. you are looking for it to be wrong, and if you take six minutes, you're going to find the reason. Uh, what I thought was interesting is watching a replay from the other feed during mm-hmm. the initial replay of it. Like the first time they showed a replay, they were like, oh, but he's outside the blue paint. Immediately, they're like, oh, he's out the blue. That, that won't that won't count or that will count. And then when they they're like, they finally like made the call. They're like, yeah, like the goaltender was outside the blue paint. They're like, oh, well, there you go. And I was like, are we all so dumb? Because like all Bruins fans and writers were like, what the fuck is this? Like, like you can just do whatever you want to the goalie outside of the blue paint and it's fine. And I forgot what they said exactly, but they were like, mm. not from my eyes, um, the Red Wings, but Sherratt, no, not Sherratt, whoever it was, um, got their stick and like pinned Swayman's glove to his body. And then the goal went in on the glove side. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. that's kind of horse shit. And I can't imagine like whether or not you're in the blue paint dictates whether or not you're allowed to pin the goaltender's glove to their body. I've it never does determine whether or not you can be physically engaged with them. I, I don't know. It's it's it felt so borderline. Again, it was one where like I cared about it in the first minute. And then two, I cared less. And then by the end, I was like, "Bro, just call the game. Like, just... I'm give them the game. Can we stop this? What are you doing? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen clips of uh, cricket reviews. No, but like guys can request reviews, right? So like they'll look at I don't know if they call them the umpire, but they'll look at the umpire and like they they make like a hand signal. It's like you know review that, and then they point up to the board. And in five seconds, there's an answer. It's seconds because there's somebody watching. There's a rules analyst who's like, oh, this is oh, this is that. They look closer at it. And then so if somebody does request a replay, they're like, I already got it. We already looked at it. Yeah. Now you'd think that it's one of the many reasons the NHL is like kind of the streets behind, if you will. Yeah. Um, they got those cool boards. Who? The ads. They got the cool ads on the board. They do. They in they make the game easier to watch. They enhance the viewing experience for me as a they make me like hockey more. Because even though the game may be in Toronto, I'm getting advertisements for Boston based companies. I look at that and I'm like, that's good. It feels like I'm at home. My sister hadn't watched since 2013. Um, but she texted me and was like, Are they really doing ads on the boards and i was like yeah she's like i'm coming over we're gonna watch the game together and it restored me and my sister's relationship so thank you batman very cool thanks gary that that, i appreciate that a lot um uh this episode brought to you by the nhl uh (laughs) we are now the official podcast of the nhl yeah the official (laughs) podcast gary batman gave me a call and he said rob here's gary please bring him on he just said please do you feel like Hampus Lindholm has been more involved? Yeah, I definitely do. I totally do. Especially I since the break. Like... He's 
Well, six assists in those six games. Right. Which is big. The speed's there. Points aside, I just feel like he's, I'm noticing him get involved at both ends of the ice much more. Yeah, big time. I'm, I'm a big fan of his game lately. There were um, times where, like, when when things were going bad and when, you know, there, it was just constantly, like, soft goal in front of the net, soft goal in front of the net. It, it was, like, that was the only time I noticed Lindholm. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Where are you in that moment? And, like, it's just nice to notice Hampus in a positive light because it had, it had the ties had really turned. Uh, he passed that buck on to Matt Grizzlick. More yeah, than did. ever, I'm over yeah. Matt Grizzlick. Like, more than in... Since he's come to the team, I'm more than I'm more ready than ever to move on. He's a kid, dude. Give him time. He's got to develop. He's only 30. Which sucks because I love Grizz. I really like Grizz. I like him a lot. So this is hard. And like, this is the problem with like having these parasocial relationships and like liking the guy is not just the player. Um, it sucks, but I'm like, dude, like, I, I just think he's detrimental to the defensive core right now. I mean, he could completely turn around. There's always room for it, but. I'm just a little frustrated with this play. He's really soft. Like he, he just like loses his man a lot, like down low. But there was like a goal, I think, in the Red Wings game that went in. No, in the the Pittsburgh game, mm-hmm. where I think it was the first goal for Pittsburgh that he just like straight up left the crease and like left someone by themselves to tap it in on a rebound. And he was like struggling to get back in time. Yeah, he looks ugly sometimes. Not great. He's been a tough watch. He's got three assists yeah. lately. So I mean, there ain't something. Like he makes, has he's got his lately. good pass. He's a very good pass. He scored passer. 30 goals in the last six games. Everybody has Fair. assists. 12 players to the point last night. There's been 60 assists in the last <laughs> six games. Yeah, he got a few. Yeah, I think everybody did. Yeah. Um whatever. That doesn't that doesn't do anything for me. And it's I care a lot more about your defense as a defenseman than anything else yeah he's been he's been brutal so um, you know i love Laura hasn't been much better defensively but nah, he's all right he's, he's okay he's though finding a pinch that's the uh, thing though is you don't have other options yeah like i i'm not upset to see laurie out there at all like i like yeah. i like seeing mason out there but I'm missing forward big time. Really missing forward. 100%. We all are. Really missing forward. And I know that's like one guy that like Twitter fucking hates for some reason. Because they're stupid. Yeah, Rob. Alienate. People your on biggest Twitter favorite. are dumb? Yeah. Sometimes. That's no, that's wrong. Yeah, you d- you're definitely wrong. I've read that on Twitter. Um, you know how I love to read tweets and subreddit posts from the opposing teams and point right, out how stupid yes. they are? I got a couple for you. Oh, um, yes. There was an embellishment call in the Jack, the Blue Jackets game where somebody got called right. for hooking and Tejier, Texier, Tejier, Mark Tejera, yeah, um, got called for an embellishment as it should have. Even like Brick immediately was like, "Call them both, call them both," because it was mm-hmm. like, you, I mean, it's not. It doesn't take a trained eye to tell when someone's like embellishing a call, right? And the word embellishment to me is you take something that does exist like an actual penalty. And then you just act it out so much more so that it's like, dude, what the fuck you like embellish it, implying that it can be both a penalty and an embellishment penalty afterwards. Right. But this Twitter take, which I'm just pointing out was like, it's either a hook or it's an embellishment. It can't be both by definition. It can't be both. Like absolutely by uh, definition, it has to be both. Like I would implore you to Google the word embellishment. Do it. A a decorative detail. (laughs) The the action of adding details or features. So I'm focusing on adding there. 
Adding. Enhancing, yeah. Enhancing. Mm-hmm. And there has to be something for it to be. Yeah, because if, if it was just nothing, they would call that a dive because there is diving. You can just call a dive. Yeah, you're just exaggerating it, implying that yeah. there was something there. And then the second one is in the, the Blue Jackets subreddit. They're like, I watched the Bruins Red Wings game, and they just do not call penalties on the Bruins. Okay. All right. For sure. Okay. No, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. It wasn't awesome. like the it's talk so of the awesome town in the Boston. On our <laughs> side, dude. It's so sick that we don't get any penalties called on us. I love that. Can you imagine if the refereeing act, that's what it looked, that's what being biased in your favor looked like? God help any team on the other side of that. You would just yeah. be playing 60-minute shorthanded. I would say maybe it's just that the officiating is not good. Yes. That's my idea. That sneeze was me agreeing with you. That was a, a sneeze in affirmation. I like that. Absolutely. Um, uh, now, are we are we done with the games? Because I got one last little uh, snippet to tack on here. Unless yeah, you, I got, you got me. I got stuff. I want to point out Kucherov yeah, yeah, got yeah, the yeah, second yeah. star in this game. In a game where they <laughs> lost seven to three, he had a, he had three points. So like, good bully for you. But yeah, one of those lost. goals was that Yo. goal was free. Oh yeah, dude. I was I was watching it and I'm like, is this why he has 90 points? It's just because he's like the goalies are just leaving the crease for him. Like, yeah. Also, a game where the Bruins were over 50% on faceoffs. It's the, it's the little victories. When Potsy comes back, coincidence? What a coincidence. Patra, who went one for three at the dot. He instills confidence. He really does. My child. Oh god, we have a West Coast trip. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Buckle both up, at folks. 9 p.m. and Thursday at 10. Ugh. Although we get to play at Mullet Arena, so we get to hear That's... Jack complain about how he can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the other team doing the play-by-play because they're right next to each other. I forgot you can uh, overhear the other. He, like when they're like playing music, Jack's like, I can't hear anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he made an Ayn Rand dude, That's going to be sold out too. So there's going to it's going to be fucking loud in there. He made an Ayn Rand reference on air the other day. Yeah, too. what was it? I, I, I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was. all I heard was like I was kind of tuning in and out, and I turned and go Ayn Rand, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave Jack free reign again? Like <laughs> he's just reading excerpts from the Fountainhead. Would Learning he was an Ayn Rand guy is not terribly surprising and I mean, isn't he like libertarian or something isn't he that's like what i mean like i'm like yeah of course it's a bit of an objectivist it's fine have we not all played bioshock have we not all learned the dangers of objectivism texan I, I goose also what's up with the winnipeg jets being in first place when the fuck did yeah, that happen fuck that dude fuck that that's gross. They'll like that at all. Out. So we the top five is the Winnipeg Jets, the New York Rangers, the Boston Brewers, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Avalanche. What? Yeah. It's what? Yeah, also, I, I was know. looking uh, <laughs> on my work computer. If I type in ESPN, the first thing that auto populates is like this fucking uh, season prediction pose mm-hmm. they made in October, early October. And mm-hmm. of course, I looked at the Bruins one, and they were ranked tenth. And the bold prediction, like this is like best case scenario, like what my bold prediction for them is, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Wow. I know. Do you think that's going to happen? No. There's only one way to find out. 
I think that they're going to never win again for the rest of the season. <laughs> Who's our matchup right now? Our matchup would be the New York Islanders. Sweep. Eh. Eh. Sweep. Sweep. Do you need Samsonov in that? Varlamov? Maybe not. Goose. You said you had some. You said you 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 said stuff. You had stuff to say. Nick Richard. Goose, come on, man. What's going on, dude? Let him in. Let him talk. Let he's, the man he's talk. Right next to me, staring at me, screaming at me. Come here, man. Come here. You want to talk about Nick Ritchie? You want to talk about like, the moon? I feel like Jake DeBrusk has like 12 empty net goals this season, including the very skillful shooting from center ice while falling. Stop paying attention to your cat. Listen to me. Hi, Goose. Say what you got to say, dude. Talk for the people. Okay. <laughs> what else? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what, that's what I sound like when I wake up. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad Talk we got to, that out there. Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie's a first, fucking folks. loser. Dude. I, I, that's what I heard, too. That's what I heard. Dude, arrest him. What the fuck was that? I don't know, dude. That the more I, I watch I watched it again. I was like, how is like how are the police not the first people responding to this? Like that's insane. Yeah, dude. I especially like an international like European play, like they like if you look at someone's head, they throw you out of the game. Never mind like borderline attempted murder. I want him to like I think he put brass knuckles on between a few of those bunches. Like <laughs> He's got I a roll of quarters in his gloves. Dude, he would get fucking killed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think the coach on the other team would jump on the ice and kick his ass. He'd get shot before the third punch. Probably. That'd be in the case. That's KHL. insane. What a psychopath. First-round <laughs> pick, dude. I hope you're enjoying Finland. <laughs> you know what I thought was really funny last night? What? Uh, Charlie Coyle's goal. The seventh goal. That was awesome. I don't. Like, I think dude, like wrong. they're down. You like, were wrong they're... <laughs> in, in that being showboaty or that being like a, a thirty-five up. I, I didn't even mean it. Like, oh, that's not good. I mean, like, oh wow, what a fuck you. Like, I mean, it was only a three-goal game with like a minute to go, two and a half minutes to go, two forty-six yeah, to go. Like there we go. Breakaway. I don't know. It's like I don't know. If well, you the whole play same, was so good because he like just same the goal steal. up five or six is. Tough. That's what. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's a three goal game. That's a dagger. It do what the fucking dagger is. The Tampa Bay Lightning being on the power play with their goalie pulled, and Victor Hedman takes a shot, and his stick implodes, and Jake has like the easiest empty netter of the season. Hell, a lot easier than his last one. Oh, can you hear that vacuum? No, I cannot. Morgan Geeky is another guy that like what what yeah what. He just that just makes can sense. Do the this? second that I heard he was coming here, I was like, oh, that guy, that's a guy that's just gonna go off for no reason. Do you have that faith in him? I did. Okay. He's on pace for 40 points, which that's gotta be <laughs> yeah. His career high was last season. He had 28 points, and he currently has 18. Yeah. Uh on he, pace probably... for 39. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. That's what happens. I'm a big, big, big fan of him. Get and and I said it before, I think, but get Connor geeky. I know he's with the Coyotes, and they're all about get, their get youth all the movement. geeks, dude. Didn't Connor geeky just he just had something 
He just did something. He gets suspended or something. He got kicked out of uh, like 11 seconds into the World Juniors game for hitting somebody up high. Yes. Because like I said, international play, like the IIHF, they do not screw around with head hits. The moment they saw that he made contact with the guy's head, they're like, you're out. So he got thrown out of the game 11 seconds in, which was tough for Canada because he was pretty important for them. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Canada still won. I'm sure yeah, they were having a great time at their gold medal ceremony. Did you see what happened with like Finland in the Jechia game? Oh, Finland... yeah, like the final goal, like the late goal, you're saying? No, Finland was up five to two and they ended up losing seven to five. Wow. Maybe six to five, but I think it was seven to five. Um, Whoops. Do you have any plans for um, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones' final uh, Patriots game? I did not know, and I should have known, but I did not know football was still going on. I feel like I haven't heard the Patriots be mentioned in a little bit. I wonder why that is. Who's to say? Yeah, so like I, I saw like Connor Ryan tweeted, he was like back at it, and he was like at Gillette. And I was like, oh, right. It's only January. They're still playing football. Yeah, they got uh, yeah the playoffs. I don't think the Pats are going to make it this year, but maybe next year. Um, you never really know. Um, any any uh, predictions for these upcoming uh, West Coast trip, Robert? Uh, Colorado is another one of those teams that's always dangerous. They're such a fun team to watch. Nathan McKinnon is bananas. Nathan McKinnon has 65 points right now. What the fuck? People act rant about McKinnon was awesome. It's so good and it's so accurate. And like the moment he... he so people are pointing out that like, McKinnon just has like this energy that he's like the angriest NHL player. Like he looks like he doesn't at all enjoy playing hockey. Yeah. And he aims to play as little as possible. And they, <laughs> the Avalanche posted a video like after they announced the All Star team and they're like, our All Star. And it's him walking down the tunnel and he looks fucking like awful. Like he looks so upset. Like he looks like, yeah, like he just got off a long day of work. He looks like they just lost the Stanley Cup final. Like that's like he looks like he's like, <laughs> He looks terrible, awful. It's miserable. But, but he looks like he needs a beer all the time. Yeah. Uh, Avalanche have trash goaltending. They have pretty bad goaltending. Both their goalies are sitting at like three goals per game, like sub 900 save percentages. Mm-hmm. So if the Bruins offense does keep cooking, that's good. And I think they could put up another five, six spot on Colorado. Um, and then the Coyote. Coyotes are fucking good. I don't care what anybody nope. says. Yep. Actually, uh, I looked at the numbers. They're actually not. They're nineteen sixteen and two. They're not good. It's okay. I'm not scared of anybody. They were in a playoff spot. I don't think they are. They are definitely not in a playoff spot anymore. Maybe not good's the right word. Entertaining. They're entertaining. Yeah, uh, I, I expect... the word looking for was bad. <laughs> That's bad. That's what it was. That's what it was. So who's yeah? So we got Colorado, Arizona, and then Vegas. Ooh, mm. that'll be good. Vegas is the toss up. I think I feel pretty good about these. I I can see like two zero and one, two one and zero across these three. Conservative. I like choice. I like two I like two one and zero. Yeah, I, I can see Colorado or Vegas taking them. Yeah, I think whichever. Yeah, I think if they lose one, they win one of those. Yeah. I think yeah, if they drop to Colorado, they're not going to lose to Vegas. Uh, did you watch the Winter Classic? I really didn't. I I didn't or see a second of it. Was it? Yeah, 
Well, I saw the score and I was like, all right, 3-0, kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, glad Seattle. It was like won. their goals were spaced out. There was nothing. It was it was boring. And like Jake DeBrus did not score two goals on a broken leg to win the game himself. No, nah, I mean so yeah, so it sucked. Uh, the most exciting part was that Hart played um, Barracuda. Hart was there. Hart played Barracuda. Yeah, Hart I was there. I love Hart. Yeah, Hart. Hart was good. Um, I think I'm something in love was with up. Nancy Wilson. I think something was up with Nancy's uh, uh, in ear. Oh. So. Yeah, I think something was up. So uh, a little off at the beginning, but she found it. Wait, is it Ann or Nancy who sings? Ann is the singer. So I meant Ann. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, as did I. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the video of them performing Stairway to Heaven at the Kennedy Award Center makes me cry every time I watch it. It's impossible to bring up Hart anymore without talking about it. Like they it's came on so, the screen. Oh my God. It's so. I was watching with my dad. Like they came on the screen and I was like, in my head, like how long till he's mentioned stairway? And it was moments. It's it incredible. Sense. Like actual goosebumps every time I watch it. Yeah. You get one of my Jimmy favorite Page performances. Crying. Robert Plant yeah. cry. Well, no, Robert Plant's crying, and Jimmy Page is just like honed in on the guitar player, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like, he's doing Jimmy it. Page doesn't like, know what year it is, dude. Yeah. Jimmy Page turned into a, an old Asian man at some point. I don't know what happened there, but John really Bonham's did. son, like on the drums too, is oh, like with the choir. Special. The choir, dude. When the choir the comes in the singing the, the guitar part, the ah, uh, they're all uh, wearing the bowlers. Ooh, what is oh? I love Heart, dude. I could talk about Heart for a while. Oh, big, big man. fan of Heart. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's one of my favorite performances of any song ever. That's like probably top three. I know what my yeah. number one is, and that's just yeah. That, that's my favorite version of Stairway, honestly, because you know Zeppelin's my favorite band far and away, like not even close. Mm-hmm. And Stairway is obviously a fantastic song, but like not their best song, like not their best song. Uh, in terms of like composition, I think the Rain song is the best thing Plan Page ever did. I fucking love the Rain song. Or since I've been loving you, oh my god, I could talk. I could start a whole podcast about Led Zeppelin. Let's do a Zep episode. A Zep episode. <sighs> nice. A nice. Led episode. Come on. No, Zep episode works. I think. Zep episode works. Zep episode. Zep episode. All right. Uh, Any other hockey stuff going on? Uh, I'm seeing Canada did not win the World Juniors. I'm seeing that. Ah, ah uh, alas. Which is, that's tough. We'll get them next um, time. Oh, the the international tournament. Gary's what the, just talking out of his what? ass. That's nothing. Gary's it's like, nothing, yo, for, yo, what? Send them to the Olympics. God damn it. I only care it's, now because USA Hockey is so good now that I'm yeah. like, put him out there. The, what, it's been what, 10 years? 10 what's years funny since? is that like the, the NHL should copy the NBA in a bunch of ways, but they always choose to copy the worst things about the nba like the in-season tournament nobody was like hell yeah this rocks and the nhl was like we'll do that it's like just oh my god no off off all your videos stop taking down videos market your stars make it possible to watch these goddamn games yeah don't black things out yeah but the important thing is that the boards look good and they improve my viewing experience you're right i shouldn't be complaining let's not forget let's not take our eyes off the prize here all right all right well thanks everyone and uh you know listen listen to the show follow us on twitter 
follow me on Twitter. Follow Rob. Follow Rob's personal on Twitter so he can tweet his uh, <laughs> takes from his personal account because my dad is starting to get concerned with how much I'm fawning over Matt Potra, and I have to remind him that's not me. The the account. It's an it's a. <laughs> you have an account. I don't have an audience. Get just follow <laughs> at Rob Tachi, please. Or is it Ross Dower? <laughs> No, it's Rob Dachi. I, I got to get rid of my beloved Roz Dower tag. Okay. Be professional. Follow Rob Tachi on Twitter. Do it. Follow us on tweet Twitter. Don't follow me. Please don't follow me. I have too too many people as it is. I don't want more people on this. Shh, fucking shut up. I'm getting over it. I think I might run away. I have a place in mind. Hey, I'll thanks for you. that retweet, by the way. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I understand the power that my endorsement carries. So appreciate I, it. I use it sparingly. All right. Carry on, my wayward sons, dude. Um, live it up. And as always, bear with me. Follow me on Twitter.